Hey gang, welcome to Ross Brand Live. It's episode two. That means it's my second ever uh, LinkedIn Live, my second ever broadcast here on LinkedIn Live. It's amazing how one show, one broadcast, one live stream can change how you look at, at everything. Um, my plan was to do some content on LinkedIn that was exclusive to LinkedIn, uh, which I still plan to do, such as I'm doing right now. Uh, but I didn't plan on bringing my shows from the other platforms over to LinkedIn. And after going live once, no promotion or anything, and getting 3,000-plus views, it would be wrong not to uh, live stream my shows like live stream deals and brand on broadcasting to LinkedIn and live. Um, it, it, how do I tell a guest, okay, there's this potential here, but no, we're not going to send you and the product that you're talking about or uh, your show or what, what you're, what you came on to promote, or you came on to be interviewed about, we're not going to send that to a platform with the kind of potential that LinkedIn Live has. So I have to now. <laughs> There's no choice in the matter. Uh, but I'm also really excited about the possibilities, about the options um, that I have with LinkedIn Live. And again, I'm very grateful to have it and to have the access to it. And I'm excited for what's to come. So excited, actually, that I'm I'm getting choked up. So good to see we have Vivica Von Rosen is here. Hey, Vivica. Uh, Fraser Ramsey, great to see you. Uh, Friar Wade is here from Florida. How are you? Great to see you. Thanks, everybody, for joining. I know there's a lot more people here than have commented in the chat. So uh, go ahead and say hello if you'd like in the chat. I'll know you're here. And if you have any questions related to live streaming, LinkedIn uh, live or any type of technology or anything to do with uh, broadcasting, feel free to throw that in the chat and uh, would love to talk about that uh, as we move along. Um, some interesting stuff in the news as far as live streaming goes. Um, so let's get right to that. Um, as you probably know, Google Hangouts on Air is uh, gonna supposed to be shutting down on August 1st. Um, that's right. The end is near. And Google Hangouts on Air was the first place that I was ever live. Uh, now, I wasn't the host of the show, but I helped put a show together back in 2013, I believe, and, and another one in early 2014. And I think I came on for a couple of minutes on each each of the two episodes that we did. And um, that was literally like the only times that I ever used my webcam. Uh, at that time, it was a built-in webcam uh, prior to finding Blab in 2015 and going, uh, going all in on live streaming. So Google Hangouts on Air has been uh, a solid option for people to easily go live uh, on YouTube. Uh, and so there just isn't enough 
there just isn't an, uh, there aren't enough people using it anymore. So uh, Google's shutting it down. They're saying August 1st. Uh, they may keep it open, I think, for their business, their, their enterprise customers who use it for internal communications and such. Uh, but they are shutting it down for uh, the average uh, everyday consumer who will not have access to that. There are still many ways that you can go live on YouTube uh once school hangouts on air is no longer an option um you can actually go live on youtube right from your webcam uh it, it's actually called webcam option or something like that and you just click that uh i remember using it when it first came out just to test it out uh you can't bring on a guest with that there are no uh graphics or overlays or branding uh, but you can just go live from your webcam straight on uh, YouTube live uh, from a, a desktop and a laptop and start talking. So that's one option. Another option uh, is to use a, an encoder or third party app. Uh, so that's talking about things like OBS or Wirecast. Um, you could use uh, StreamYard to go to go there. Um lots of different options ecam uh so there's plenty of plenty of different ways to replace uh google hangouts on air and and frankly google hangouts on air was getting a little bit dated um uh, i think the idea of having the speaker view and then uh having five to ten <laughs> you know however many people i think they allowed up to ten people inside the room who were all sort of lined up on the bottom. Uh, Zoom lines them up across the top, I think. But this lines them up across the bottom uh, with the speaker view. So whoever it perceived as the speaker, and I say perceived because it was supposed to be the person talking, but if somebody else had noise in the background or the speaker took a breath and somebody else had a mic that picked up more room noise, it would throw somebody else who wasn't the primary speaker uh, on camera. So that was always a little, a little bit shaky, but in terms of being a stable platform that worked and, and good quality audio and video and uh, the ability to repurpose what you do, uh, Google Hangouts on air definitely had a, a positive contribution. Curtis Brooks is here. MC Curtis. Good to see you. Brian Wallace. Great to see you. Uh, Kelly Blevins. Uh, actually, I'm not promoting anything at the moment. I'm just talking. Uh, <laughs> Nicole Sanchez is here. Great to see you. So many people. Uh, I want to say hello to Mitch Jackson. Mitch Jackson, outstanding live streamer. Vivica Von Rosen. She is somebody who knows LinkedIn as well as anyone. Great to see you. Uh, and Vivica says she misses Blab. Yeah, I mean, Blab was fun. Blab was fun. Uh, and really, so much of my network, uh, people that I communicate with all the time, came to me through uh, getting started on Blab. But I think people have gone on, and those who've stuck with live streaming are doing even better stuff uh, in the future. Uh, since in the future are doing better things since they left LinkedIn. Uh, they left uh, Blab. Yes. <laughs> Let me re 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 reset that. So since people have left Blab, those who've stuck with live streaming are doing really, really even better 
creating better content, hosting better shows. Um, and I think part of it is they had to build an audience. Blab had a lot of discovery, a lot of people that were hanging out, going ready to go from one live stream to another. Here it's kind of a build your own audience, bring your own audience kind of thing. And I, I think that forces people to be better, to communicate better, to uh, promote better, to uh, think about guests they want to have on and, and what kind of content they want to do that's that's able to draw in an audience. And I think it's made them better live streamers, better communicators. Um. Yeah, I guess we'll have to mute mute their mics. Curtis Brooks says regarding uh re- regarding uh, Google Hangouts on air. Hey, Alfredo, good to see you. Um. So yeah, so the end is near for Google Hangouts on air. Uh, there is the webcam option. Then there is the option of using an encoder, third party software. So there's still plenty of options for uh live streaming on uh on on uh, YouTube. And uh, Doug Hewson did an excellent video. You should check that out. Um, YouTube.com slash Doug Hewson YT, in which he goes through about five different options uh, for your setup. Some are very easy to use. Some are very much more complicated. Um, I don't believe he talks about Wirecast in there. I know he talks about OBS, but Wirecast is an excellent option. Um, and you can also go live from, uh, mobile, even if you don't have a thousand subscribers, if you have a a thousand subscribers, you can just press the button and go live. But if you don't have a thousand subscribers, you can use certain third party apps. There are some free ones, but you can use, uh, you can use Wirecast Go, which is free. I believe, uh, you can use Switcher Studio, um, you can go live from Restream directly uh, from from a mobile browser. Uh, so there's there's many different ways that you can go live, uh, not using the YouTube native app, but using other other options as well. If you want to go live from a mobile and don't have a a thousand subscribers, uh, what else is going on? Streamyard. Streamyard has some updates. Streamyard's a tremendous tremendous platform uh it's one of the platforms i'm using right now i'm using wirecast to switch shots but i'm bringing my audio in through Streamyard and then running everything to restream although i'm not actually sending it to multiple destinations i'm sending it just through the restream connection right now to linkedin so uh Streamyard gives you the ability to add uh, lower thirds, these, uh, banners across the, the bottom that could be a call to action. It could describe a topic or a question that you want to throw out there for your audience. It's, uh, one of the nice features that StreamYard offers. And one of the ways that you can, uh, put some text on your, your broadcast. And what happens is they stay in the same broadcast setup for going to the same destination. So if you're always going to Facebook Live and you go back in, you'll have all your banners from the last time you were live and you can edit those banners. Uh, but if you went live from to YouTube, for instance, you'd have to then, and, and you wanted to use those same banners, you'd have to re-enter them. Now they're offering folders and what's called brands. So with brands, you can uh, have a certain. You can give a brand a certain name. For instance, one of your shows, and if each of your shows has a different logo, 
uh, you can just add that uh, all to one brand folder and then select that and those banners and logos and overlays and background images for that specific show or that specific client or that specific project will show up no matter where you are going live, whether you're going to Facebook, you're going to YouTube, you're going to Periscope, you're going to Restream, you're using RTMP to go somewhere. That's that's a huge update, and it, it really helps uh, so that you don't have to go through and set up the entire broadcast if you use text and overlays. The other thing is you can reorder the banners now. Before you could edit them, uh, but sometimes things change and you, you set up for a show and you have your, your text that, that's going to identify each of your guests and the guests change. It changes. You change your order. Or you have a different guest replacing one of your guests. Well, now you don't have to delete and or you have them out of order. You can just slide uh, the banners around and they can be set them in the order that you think you're going to run them during the show. So this is a pretty cool update from StreamYard. Um, I know they're working on some other great things as well. And uh, man, they've been rolling out updates all year long and their updates work right out of the box. Usually, I mean, they are uh, doing one very stable platform. Uh, it's easy to use. It's professional. It's a, it's a great option when um when Google Hangouts goes away, if you're still using uh, Google Hangouts on air. Uh, Vivica Rosen says easy for you to say. <laughs> yeah, that's my line when I get a, when I get a little tongue tied. <laughs> uh, Mitch Jackson says, Hey Ross thought about which live stream services to use uh, quickly and easily for private one-on-one -on -one client conferences versus more one-to-many for webinar-type Q&A. Uh, I think, you know, I, I kind of like Zoom for, like, the private conference uh, because you can record if you want to. It's 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 pretty high quality. Uh, and, like I say, you can get a recording. And if you want to do something one-on-one -on -one that you record privately and then you want to, say, repurpose it as a live stream or a podcast, you can do that um, even with like multi-track recordings and, and uh, Zoom gives you a lot of options. I don't love Zoom for live streaming because I, you're very limited in what you can do. Um, I like, I, I think StreamYard for, for live streaming is a great option or Wirecast or OBS. Um, a lot of people use Ecamm. I believe that's Mac only, but that's a nice, I mean, there's a lot of different options out there um, for like, like I said in the beginning, right now I've got kind of a complex setup because my video is going through Wirecast, uh, but my audio is going into StreamYard and then everything's going from StreamYard to Restream <laughs> because for some reason, uh, Wirecast is not picking up my, uh, my audio interface. I'm using a, a different computer uh, for a couple of weeks. So, uh, that's, that's kind of what's happening. Uh, Mitch says thoughts on restream IO. Uh, it seems pretty good so far. Um, I'm streaming this just through restream IO. You can go, uh, to a whole bunch of sites, uh, free of charge using restream. Uh, if you want to go to your, 
Facebook page or I believe a Facebook group, then you have to get a subscription plan if you want to take their their branding off where uh, it says multi-streaming with restream when you post uh, on a social network, then that's even another tier. Uh, but I, I think what's nice about restream is for some of the platforms, they will bring all the comments into one interface and you can share those on the screen, depending on what platform you're using with restream uh, I know like with StreamYard, they bring the comments from from Restream right into StreamYard and make it easy to put on the screen. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy with StreamYard so far. Um, it's what I'm using right now to connect from uh, StreamYard and Wirecast. I'm using Restream. I've used it to go to uh, four or five destinations at once. It's 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 worked really well. I have had no no issues with it whatsoever. The other cool thing about Restream is if you have LinkedIn Live and you don't want to use a production platform, some of which some of those can can stream directly, uh, like Wirecast can stream directly, or or Switcher Studio can stream directly to LinkedIn. Uh, but you don't want to do that. You just want to get on with your webcam. You can do that through Restream as well. Uh, so you don't actually have to set up in a production platform. So that's another way you can connect. You can connect either from a uh, a production platform uh, because you want to go to multiple destinations or because that pr- production platform doesn't have access to LinkedIn Live. But you can also go directly from restream which is nice now i don't know if restream gets the comments i don't believe they do from linkedin yet i don't think linkedin makes the comments available which is why i'm i'm looking at the comments on my phone at the moment neil good to see you neil says perfect reception dr akina great to see you uh question about um how we connect more people uh with similar problems well, you can use you can use Wirecast uh, and connect people either through a Skype call and bring that in with NDI. It's kind of complicated to explain, but it's actually very easy to do. Uh, that's one way you can use uh, Rendezvous within Wirecast, uh, depending on which plan you have with Wirecast, uh, and you can use uh, Skype or Zoom with OBS. Uh, or you can use a platform like StreamYard. So even when I'm coming in through Wirecast with my video, I will often uh, use Wirecast Virtual Cam uh, to go to StreamYard because then I can easily bring in a guest in StreamYard with a link. And StreamYard lets you bring in up to five guests. You can have up to six people on camera at one time, and I think up to 10, including those waiting in the studio. So I, I mean, StreamYard's a great way. Uh, like I say, I, I combine these different platforms. They all work nicely together. Uh, I like some of the shot switching ability when I'm, when I'm solo. When I'm solo, I like some of the shot switching ability uh, that Wirecast presents. Uh, but sometimes I use Wirecast with StreamYard if I want to play a video clip because I like how it switches more professionally to play the video clip. But I bring in my guests through StreamYard because it's such an easy way with a link uh, just to bring in a guest. They show up in the 
in the studio there and you click their their camera you know their camera feed and it comes right into the broadcast and there's a few different nice ways to arrange it you can do side by side uh you can put the speaker on by themselves uh so i think that's a kind of a cool uh, a cool way to do it um i know ecam has integration with skype uh so th- there's many different there's many different ways uh mary says she uses restream and loves it very cool uh akina says uh she tried restream and Streamyard the other day and as you said she loves it very cool um and so that's that's how it it it, it rolls here uh <laughs> thanks everybody for joining this is really cool great to see everybody um if you if i haven't mentioned your name please throw something in the chat so i can say hello to you i appreciate you being here um i want to share uh a tip for live streaming because what i'm seeing a lot is um i'm seeing a lot of people who are doing interviews and what's happening is there's a little technical glitch and the guest isn't it has to drop off and the host doesn't know whether the guest is gone for 12 seconds or the guest is gone for the rest of the day. (laughs) And oftentimes the host will, will sit there quietly and just be kind of panicking quietly and praying that, uh, you know, the person will come back on or they'll say, Oh, it's the excitement of, of live streaming or something like that. And then, you know, usually it works out, but you never know. Something to think about is um, what professional broadcasters do when they're, when this happens, particularly in radio, this is what I learned. You know, this is what I've always did when I worked in radio. You do what's called the reset. So when the person drops off and you don't, you get, you're, you're ready to do an interview and now you're, you're stuck by yourself. You'd say you're watching Ross Brand live. I'm Ross Brand. This is a show on uh, only on LinkedIn. So, so you reset the the scene. If you're just joining us earlier, we talked about uh, changes, uh, new features coming to Streamyard. Uh, we talked about what's happening with Google Hangouts on air. I gave my thoughts on some of the replacements, and I recommended a YouTube video that you can watch. Uh, so what I'm doing is um, I, I, I'm doing the reset, which is basically letting people know what this is, who I am, what you're watching. Uh, and then I'm recapping a little bit. So people who just joined uh, may be interested in one of those topics and be more likely to go back at the re- go back and, and watch the replay. And then I may tease what's coming up like, oh, I'm going to give a tip of the day and I'm going to tell you about uh, something else and something else that's great, or we're doing a giveaway at the end. We're not, but if I had something like that, I would say we have a giveaway at the end. So uh, you're using the opportunity rather than sort of sitting still and panicking or, uh, talking about what's going wrong or, uh, whether your guest is going to make it or not make it. Uh, you're starting out with easy information like your name and the show. And uh, then you use the opportunity to recap and you use the opportunity to look ahead. And once that's done, you can look at the chat 
And you can say, while we have this opportunity, feel free to ask me any questions about uh, today's topics. Would love to answer that. Uh, and you can go back through the chat and thank some people for being there. Uh, you can also pontificate further on topics that you discussed or what you're planning on doing in a, in a future show. Think of some ways which you can fill that time uh, that becomes an opportunity rather than becomes a disappointment to your audience. Because if your audience shows up for you, you want to provide them with something for showing up, even if the guest isn't there. Now, it doesn't mean you have to stay on for three hours because you plan to do an interview, but at least this way, it's not the technology chasing you off. You're you're still presenting something, communicating with the people who showed up, and then you're wrapping up on your own terms. So it, it's reset, it's recap, it's tease what's coming up, it's welcoming people to the broadcast, it's asking them questions that they can answer in the chat or answering questions and reading comments. There's a variety of things you can do. You can talk about some other subject, something that happened that you would have loved to talk about, but you had an interview plan, you know, reach into your, into your bag of topics and, and come up with something, but keep the conversation going. But many people listen uh, in one browser. Like I often listen, like it's a radio show because I'm, I'm working in one browser, but I'm li listening to a live stream uh, while I'm working. So you don't want to have that dead air for too long if you can, if you can avoid it. So, uh, that's my tip of the day. If that's useful, uh, feel free to go ahead and, uh, employ that in your broadcast. If it's not, let me know. Uh, but I think it's something I, as I do these live streams here on LinkedIn, something different will be, uh, to share some of my experiences and some of the things that I think, work and uh, again if you're just joining us thank you for uh for watching this is uh ross brand live it's the uh second episode i i just got uh linkedin live uh last week so it's the second time uh going live with linkedin and uh, some of the things we covered google hangouts on air is going away uh the end is near uh, and we talked about some of the alternatives like going live from your webcam on YouTube or using an encoder or a third party platform. We also talked about Doug Hewson's video that I highly recommend youtube.com slash Doug Hewson YT. Uh, and he talks about different replacement options for, uh, for live streaming to YouTube. If you've been using Google Hangouts and some updates to, uh, StreamYard. Uh, let you reorder your banners so you don't have to uh, delete and then redo them. You can uh, just move them up and down so that you put them in order where you want them. And also you can save your your branding from one uh, from one show from each show or each type of broadcast or each client. You can save those in folders. You can save them according to brands. Uh, so that you can easily grab those and you don't have to set up everything the next time you start a new broadcast. So uh, thanks everybody for joining us. Take care, everybody.